Thanks for joining me for the Marketing Minute. I'm Brandy, a marketing consultant and coach. I help business owners like you who are feeling overwhelmed by their marketing efforts and underwhelmed by the results find clarity and streamline their marketing tactics. You can learn more about me over at heybrandy.com. Welcome to part three of my six-part series on marketing resolutions for 2019. Resolution number two is I resolve to pick my amplification platforms carefully. So today we're doing a deeper dive into what amplification platforms are, how to pick them, and why you should limit your platforms, especially if you have a small marketing team or are just getting started. First, what are amplification channels? Well, they're third-party sites where you share your messages and reach new and existing customers. Most of these amplification channels fit into one of three categories, social media, search platforms, and advertising. In my book, Minimum Viable Marketing, I share my framework for a simple marketing strategy that helps you streamline and focus your efforts. This includes limiting your attention to two amplification platforms for at least 90 days. This doesn't mean that you're stuck with these platforms forever or that you can never expand beyond them. It just means that for at least 90 days, you're going to show up consistently on these platforms so you can start getting amazing results. Your amplification platforms should, one, reach most of your ideal customers, two, leverage your skill set and interests, and three, fit within your budget. So, your ideal clients may spend several hours every week scrolling Instagram. But if you don't have an eye for photography or designing share-worthy quote images, and you don't want to pay someone to do it for you, then Instagram may not be one of your top two platforms. So how do you pick those amplification channels? You don't just want to rely on gut instinct. Instead, do a bit of research including how many active users it has, what format of content it uses, and how your audience is using the channel. For example, if a hot water heater goes out in the middle of the night, your customers probably are not hopping on Facebook to find a plumber. In that case, you're better off investing in paid search or review sites for your amplification channels. You can also take a look at your competitor's presence on the platform. Do they have a lot of followers? Are they posting regularly? And are they getting engagement on those posts? You don't have to hop on a platform just because your competitor is on it or avoid one because they're not using it. It's just a good way to know what they're doing and give you some more information so you can make the best choices. And finally, when choosing an amplification platform, you need to get really honest with yourself about your preferences and your budget. Many amplification channels require you to create new content, including social media and search platforms. So what kind of content do you like to create? How often can you share content or launch new campaigns? If you're going to outsource part of your marketing or invest in paid advertising, you also need to think about how much you want to spend. Increasing your reach takes one of two things, time or money. P.S. You can get a worksheet with all of my questions you should answer when picking an amplification channel as part of the Hey Brandy resource library and inside of the book Minimum Viable Marketing. Links to both are in the show notes. And if you've already been promoting your business and sharing your content online, then look at your metrics to see where you're getting the best results, in addition to answering some of those questions above. 
You don't want to cut your nose off to spite your own face. One question that I get a lot when I recommend limiting your focus to two amplification channels is if they have to be from the same category, like two social media platforms or two search sites. And they absolutely do not need to be. I've seen some clients double down on a single platform, like doing a Facebook page and pay Facebook paid ads. Others have done PPC and Twitter. Still others have skipped social altogether and focused on YouTube and pay-per-click. It's all about what works for you to reach your target customers. And this idea of amplification platforms and choosing them carefully is closely related to resolution number three that we'll dive into in more detail next week, which is I resolve to be consistent in my marketing efforts. By focusing your effort on only two amplification channels, you free up both time and mental space to be consistent. Inconsistency is what gets results. So be sure you tune in next week for more about consistency and marketing. And if you're interested in ordering minimum viable marketing, the link is available in the show notes. If you have a marketing or business question that you'd like covered in a future episode, drop me a line, brandy at heybrandy.com.